Kage. I uh, got a special guest here. This gentleman got me into cosplay, got me hip to everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, went college grad, Prince Hall Mason, member of Kappa Alpha Psi Incorporated. My man Venture, what's happening, cuz? Yo, what's good, baby? How you doing, boy Kage? Just chilling, man. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy to have you on. I've actually had you on before on interview for Warrior because you are actual warrior. You served in the military and you still do, correct? Uh yes, sir. Actually, uh my ETS was 2021. I got out the reserve, so now I'm, you know what I'm saying, complete civilian. Oh, congratulations, man. Um hey, appreciate it. Yes, you also went to Hampton University, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It's, it's... Onyx, baby, you know what I'm saying? HU. The, the real HU. I don't want to hear none of them Howard folks talking that smack. Uh, I'm just leave that one alone because that's, that's where I live. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, a lot of respect for this man here because, like I said, him and some other cool cosplayers uh, took me under their wing and like let me hang with him. They showed me what the cosplay was like, and and he's been asking me to get into it. And I'm really happy I got into it, man. It's really great. Um, so um, I just now you have now your cosplay. You have a cosplay company, Venture Bros Cosplay, correct? Yes, sir. Venture Bros. Okay. So, like, what is it like having your own cosplay company? Um, that's when you know all of us when we start out cosplaying. Some people don't, some people initially start out with their own company. Me personally, I didn't start out like that. But once my cosplay game grew, you know, I had to level up and then got my own cosplay company. And you know, now it, you know, it just feels like I'm doing one of the things that I was meant to do. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll be honest with you, because cosplaying is really, really fun, and it's a great hobby, and it's like, nowadays, you can get money and clout off it, and it's like, it's, 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 it's really cool, man. It's like, people are really starting to take to it. Uh, a lot of events where, you know what I'm saying, I really like showing, um, putting my homies on to cosplay events, because you don't got to worry about, you know what I mean, like, big fights happening or somebody getting shot or violence happening, right, watching right. your back and stuff like that. Everybody there is just having, just trying to have a good time. And a lot of people like my homie, little homies I put on, they were like real thankful. Like, Oh yeah, this was cool. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, cause that's kind of how you got me hip to everything. Is like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I'm beyond, like I was saying before, like when I was coming, I used to go to conventions. When I was a teenager and like a lot of, the dudes that was cosplaying were kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I didn't really think about cosplay, so I met some cool dudes like you and, you know, Kevin, the cosplayer, and everything like that. And um, y'all were real friendly and introduced me to people, and it was cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I want to ask at first, uh, how did you get into cosplay? Okay, so um, pretty much... Um, 
when you deploy in the military, I was deployed to Afghanistan at the time. And um, you get to, after your first six months of deployment, you get to come back for 30 days, 30 day R&R, you know what I'm saying, before you go back and finish your last six months. So um, about a year before, I, de- I mean, about uh, right before I deployed, me and my brother, my best friend, we went ahead and we booked tickets. Um, I mean, we didn't book tickets, but we made a hotel reservation at the Marriott and it was for Labor Day weekend. Um, so when I came back, we all met up in Atlanta. We went to the Marriott, you know, about to party in Atlanta all weekend. Lo and behold, this Labor Day weekend, Dragon Con's happening at the same time. We never knew what Dragon Con was. This was, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know about cons and stuff like that. So when we were there at the Marriott, that's when all of a sudden we start seeing all these people in cosplay on the elevators. And they immediately started chopping us with us. And then they had drinks and everything. It was a dude dressed as the clown dude from Children's Hospital. It was a dude dressed as Ruby Rod. And it was a woman dressed as Xena. And they was like, look, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you come to the bar with us? And y'all, you know, y'all haven't been around nerds who drink and stuff like that. Well, I was like, all right, cool. So we went to the bar right downstairs of uh, the Marriott. You know, you've been to Dragon Con. You know how the bars are set up. So we went down there, chilled, man. We chilled all night with the motherfuckers, man. And it was sailor. I was drinking with Sailor Moon, Xena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for that just changed my whole life, bro. And that's how I initially got into cosplay. I mean, yeah, that you know, similar experience because you was always telling me like, yo, cosplay is like another world. And I actually went to Dragon Con, my first Dragon Con with you. I wasn't mm-hmm. a cosplayer then, but just like you said, once I became a cosplayer, you chilling. Like, it was when I was in, um, I did a cosplay event where I was in Baltimore at a nerd prom. And mm-hmm. just like I said, everybody, part- Riddler was partying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn was partying. And then it's like, the way they was partying, they was partying like they was that character. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, exactly. This shit was tight. And I was like, damn, it's like, man, I got to get more of this. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I got to get into this cosplay stuff. Mm, it was like, yeah. Um, But you were like, uh, but you initially started, your first cosplay was anime themed, right? That's kind of like your, kind of like how you got in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, you know, Naruto is one of my favorite animes. Um, And, you know, I always want to, I always love Killer B. Right. So when it came time for me to like jump into cosplay, I was like, you know what? It'd be cool for me to cosplay Killer B. And so Killer B was my very first cosplay. Okay, because when I first when I actually met you, that's the cosplay I seen you. Yeah, yeah, but, Killer um, B. Yeah, because <laughs> we had met off from the uh, not met. Yeah, we had met from the Urban Anime Lounge. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Now the Urban Anime Lounge. There's so many different anime groups, but. Personally, I like Urban Anime Lines the best because I feel like they have the best events. You know what I mean? I personally right. met most of the mods and everything. And you, I mean, admins and mods, and you also mod for the split off Get Fit Urban Anime Lines group, group right? Right. Yep. So because like, when, I yeah, first joined, when I first joined Urban Anime Lounge at that point, I was like three, 308, 308 pounds. So I wanted to lose weight. You know, and um, since I, since I have made a post in Urban Anime Lounge, and a lot of people have responded, and my, my boy Chris, he went ahead, Chris Sidecock, went ahead and asked the mods of Urban Anime Lounge, hey, can we make a fitness group? They gave him the green light. I'm like, yeah, you can. And you know what I'm saying? That's when, you know, made the fitness group. 
So, and uh, yeah, so I'm a moderator in there because, you know, I went hard to try to lose that some weight. You know, I ended up losing like, you know, 50, 60 pounds. So, congratulations mm-hmm. on that because honestly, that's you kind of inspired me to lose weight too. Because, you know, when I met you, I kind of had a little Gucci man belly, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and then man, like, you I, killed I it in the weight loss game, game, bro. Yeah. Yeah, your weight loss was phenomenal. Yeah, I appreciate it because honestly, that kind of inspired me to, um, like you and then, like different members of the UAL get fit, like Jillian and all them. Mm-hmm. I mean, then it's like, it's cool. It's like, I, I don't want to like body shame anybody, like cosplay your way, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're right. overweight or whatever, like that. But for me, I just wanted to kind of look like some of the characters more I wanted to cosplay as. And then it's like, Honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? I've been struggling my weight for a long time, and that's the only thing that kind of motivated me. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, being able to, you know, look cool in your cosplay. You know what I mean? Right. Because you're supposed to feel comfortable with how, like, a lot of people mistake it. They think, like, oh, man, you know, you should be comfortable with whatever skin you're in. Yeah, that's true. But if my comfort level is to look like that character, and that makes me feel more comfortable, if I look closer to that character and physicality, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with me trying to lose the weight and get fit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Because, like I said, some people get it twisted, like, oh, yeah, no, God's, yeah, 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 your comfort level, but I'm sorry, but, like, when I was bigger, I wasn't trying, you know what I'm saying, I ain't having the, the you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the movies out and shit, my belly right, out, right. So <laughs> little, little, do a couple of push-ups and sit-ups, and then we see where we at. Right, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so, as you said, you just got introduced to the cosplay scene. But it seems like when I met you, you knew a lot of congoers and cosplayers. Like, how long have you been traveling around going to these different conventions? Right. So (laughs) it's funny because I really started traveling to conventions not too far away from when I actually met you. So I first started cranking out my first cosplays in 2017. You know what I'm saying? I had met you a couple of months after that. You know what I'm saying? So I had really just started. But my brother, you know, the other side of Venture Bros, my brother, he started cosplaying in 2016. So he started cosplaying right after we uh, went to Atlanta to Dragon Con. So it took me a little bit longer. Yeah, I didn't get kicked off until 2017. But him, he had got kicked off like immediately after that Dragon Con we went to in 2016. You know, Oh, uh, okay. And you, you've been, how many conventions have you been to? Whew. Oh, man. I've been to a lot of them joints. So if we're not counting small conventions, and we're not counting the small ones, I've probably been to like 10, 10 of the big ones. Because I've been to Anime Expo. I've been to BlurCon, DreamCon, KatsuCon, Otacon, C2E2, um, what's, or MegaCon in Orlando. I've been to uh, Colossal Con, um, Dragon Con, of course, um, ASIN, um, Anime Masuri. <laughs> Shoot, I even got some more now. I think about Comic Palooza. And these are big ones. These are big cons. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even counting like the smaller ones I've been to. You know what I mean? So In the that's span of how long? This is a span of about, I want to say, five years. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, it'll be year six for me in February. I mean, no, no, twenty twenty three will make six years. 
Mm-hmm. Six years ago. So, yeah. Like you, because, like I said, I live in a DMV area. I grew up in a DMV area where you got some of the biggest, best cons on the East Coast. Cats, oh, yeah, Con, Bird Con, you know what I'm saying? Anime USA, Awesome Con, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm counting yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, you know, cons over there. Right, Baltimore used to be, all the cons used to be in Baltimore. Right. But then it's like, I have, I've never been like you where I've traveled out of state to different conventions. The only time I went there was when we went to the Urban Anime Lounge first meetup and we went to Dragon Con together. And honestly, that kind of opened my mind up to cosplay more because down south, it seems like that just like when you travel, people do things differently. And these conventions and it's cost, especially among the cosplayers, they seem like to act out their cosplay way more, you know? Mm hmm. Like it seemed like yeah. up north, people just kind of stand around and talk a little bit and they cosplay, but down there they be like doing, they be like doing the damn thing. Like I know we ran into Mikael, Mikael and, and the dude from El Dorado, the brothers, and they was like jumping around like they was, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. They was in the movie. And that's why I love, man. I love that. You know, like, hey, when you're in cosplay, some of them they take it serious, man. They in character. And I love that, you know. Yeah, because it's like because I remember like when you would tell me what cosplay is like, like it's like another world. And it's like, yeah, because like I said, my main nerdism is anime. You know what I'm saying? Like I just started doing like um non-anime thing cosplay, which is pretty fun. But in, in the anime, it's just like it's like you're in a live anime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like it's coming especially, like it comes to life. Yeah, especially if you had like a cosplay heavy con. Because you'll see nothing but other people dressed up as anime characters. So that's, like, one of the best things. Like, I I don't knock people who go to, like, the Comic-Con conventions and stuff like that, because I like those, too. But for me, my favorite, yeah, it's a different vibe. Like, when you go to anime cons, man, it's just, like, you know, everybody on the same page, you know what I'm saying? We all, we all, you know, the different tropes of anime. Everybody knows it's a goofy side to it. Everybody yeah. knows it's a super serious side to it. You yeah. got everybody acting like these characters and then we coexisting. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say it's like coming to a guild in a fantasy anime. You know what I'm saying? Where you got people at the bar with their sword on them. You know what I'm saying? You got people over there getting drunk. And they got on they they wizard staff and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like the Easter cracking. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> That's like Dragon Con because in Dragon Con you got all the nerdisms combined. Like I say, and basically in the other hotels, most of the other conventions at one big hotel. But imagine a convention with five big ass hotels mm-hmm. right next to each other, and then it's like everybody's. Like I feel like you and ours nerdism. Our expertise is probably anime, but it's like we're like a jack of all trades, but we good with the Harry Potter folk. You know what I'm saying? We good yeah. with the Lord of the Rings folk. We good with the uh Fae people because it's like we know, let's like, you know what I'm saying? We know all the nerdisms, the Doctor right. Who people, you know what I'm saying? Star Trek, Star Wars, you know what I mean? You got all that. Like, you know? you know what I'm saying? Even with me, like, I went to MAGFest and I did my first LARP for uh, a game called Vampire Masquerade. That's like a, a Dungeons & Dragons vampire uh, thing that I read, I did when I was in high school. And it's fun being in my 30s and I could, like, make that shit come to life. You know what I mean? For real. Like, all about yeah. the vampire clans and shit. And like, yeah. Like, we got a human in here. We got to get the fuck out. You know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, man. Yeah, we can jump uh, around. 
Yeah, so, and we can jump around. That's why, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's why you're going to see a lot of cosplayers that kind of just stay in that element or they try to venture out, but most of them have, like, their favorite nerdism. Yeah, I'm yeah. About you know, everybody got their little, like, main niche that's their favorite. But, you know, some of us, like me and you, you know, we'll jump into fantasy, we'll jump into sci-fi real quick. Right. You know? and, it's, and it's like coming to life on some real shit. Like, mm -hmm. like I be meeting so many people that like they into it, but they don't go to conventions because they think of the negative stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? People not like me and clickers. But if you just be cool, like people will sense that you're there just to have fun and you will have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they'll talk to you. They'll talk. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's tons of uh, conventions I've been to where we ain't know the person, and then we just started talking to them because they were standing there by themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hate so, to see somebody just have a frowning face by themselves and stuff like that. That's not cool. Right. Exactly. Fun, you know what I'm saying? Shoot. But then there are some weird people. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the good comes the bad. Not yeah, necessarily but... that all weird people are bad, but, you know, you got some really fucking weird ones, man, who just aren't socially adept. Yeah. They they're socially awkward, and you know they don't know boundaries. They don't know yeah. social skills. I talk to nobody, so you do run into people like that. Yeah. Or then I notice a lot of times at these nerdy conventions, you meet people that in regular life they don't get a lot of attention. So sometimes they kind of do the most a little bit, and it's cool. You know what I mean? It's just they just they just want some attention. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why I kind of just chill and like I let you. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you, like, you know what I'm saying, walk around you looking all kind of wild, all good. You know I'm saying? Or I'll let you, like, just say random stuff and just yelling and stuff like that. You're having a good time. You know what I mean? But like you said, yeah, boundaries, man, because it's like, you know, cosplay does not mean consent. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. I understand the women talk about the men that be wild, but a lot of these women be wilding, too. You know what I mean? A lot of women be wild, yeah. Yeah, especially especially when they get on that alcohol, I'm like, ma'am, I am, <laughs> I am a person, please. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, because we've seen that convention where it'll be a girl who like kisses a random dude, then kisses another random dude, they'd be looking at you like they want to kiss you. You gotta tell like, no, nah, I'm sorry, sweetie, but or, 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 they, or they grab on your goodies and shit like <laughs> yeah. that. Well, I'm like, ma'am, you gotta chill with that. You know, I ain't gonna forget. I ain't never gonna forget when we was at Katsu. We were up in the game room. And you was beating like a line of niggas at like Smash Bros or something. And that girl came in there and she was like Cat all in your face. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she was over there kissing like two different dudes. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, she wilding. Yeah, she you know, like, hey, how you fun? But you know, hey, let's let's chill it out, you know, where her friends at. Right. I'm like, nah, because you, you see all type of weird stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, damn, I think, I think, hey, I was like, I was talking to you, like, this had to be like 2018 when I first met you. I was like, bro, I think she for everybody, my name. Yeah, yeah, no, because she was all in your face at first, and I was like, oh, there you go. And then, uh, you was like, no, nah, I think she for everybody. Then we turned, that's when she was kissing the random niggas. I'm like, oh. I get like, every dude, like, would walk up to her and hug her. I'm like, it's like, we looked at each other, we knew what the game was. You know? Uh huh. Yeah, it was like so, I, mean, I can get girls being good at the video game. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> you know, what I'm, and, you know, I'm glad she's having her fun. I just, you know, I'm just like, hey, 
And I hope that, you know, I hope she had somebody she could trust that was around her because she was wild. I mean, I mean, I, I go for this one. I feel like to me, they know exactly what they're doing. So it's like, I don't be saying that. I don't say, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like, they know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, you know what I'm saying? If you don't act like you just that on that little bit of alcohol and you wilding for no reason, no, this is, this this is, is true. Doing. You know what I mean? But just speaking of that, because we are coming from a male cosplayer's point of view, because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a disconnect, like with men and women. And it's like women go through. I understand women go through things. And I understand men can be kind of weird. But we're speaking from our perspective where men and women can get weird, where especially the women can get weird and you can get a lot of trouble. You know what I'm saying? I, I know a cosplayer that got involved with somebody of a different race and then something ended up happening. And if it wasn't for somebody looking out for him, he could have been a serious messed up situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just telling men and women, be careful who you're dealing with because, you know what I'm saying, These, there's a lot of money that goes concentrated to these conventions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That I've been telling people like if something wild goes down, they do their best to sweep that shit under the rug. For real, because you got like you got cosplayer conventions like in Chicago, like Anime Midwest and Con All Delete, who are both anime cons that I really like, but I had to stop attending them joints because they run by this dude named Comp, and this dude got like seven different rape charges. But he's a white con runner who's probably making like a lot of money. Yeah. And he gets off every time. He gets away with each one. Yeah. It's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So he's making a lot of dude nerds look bad because he over here getting away with yeah. like all these rape accounts. You know right. what I'm saying? And like, yeah, and it's like that's like this shit is not a game because that stuff does happen. Like I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like somebody like you know, I I ain't seen it, but it's like I know the type of games yeah, that you know what's happening, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I tell women, like, don't go to these conventions by yourself. At least have somebody with you. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, you'll get preyed on by the women and the men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't for nothing for women to befriend another woman and be, like, kind of offered up. Like, oh, yeah, she with it. And she open. Right, right. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But me and um, Venture Bros Cosplay, like, just we're coming from a male perspective, what we see, you know what I'm saying? Um, just like um, I've worked security for Venture Bros because just like we was talking about, a lot of things like happen that, you know what I'm saying, that shouldn't happen. And um, I don't know if you want to tell the club story, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like when people get on that, that drinking and that fantasy mindset and anything can go down, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm trying to think. Um... You remember in Katsukon when we was in the club? No, I, I, well, I remember multiple club stories. <laughs> really? Multiple but, club stories? Yeah, multiple club stories. But uh, the one I think you're talking about, you're talking about when we was uh, trying to leave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That dude, I can't remember what exactly. I don't know. He bumped me or did something. I remember, I, I remember what, happened, what happened was him and his man was leaving the club, and they bumped into a sister, and they started smiling. You know what I mean? Because they got, because mm-hmm. it's like the girl was kind of like saw him, was just kind of chilling, like, hey. But then he did that same shit to you. And then, like, again, it got to a point where y'all kind of got in a little shoving match for a minute, and you just stood like, I will beat your ass in this club. Yeah, no, because, okay, okay, yeah, I remember what happened. 
he had bumped me and then he just stood there. Like, like he bumped me and then expected me to just like, I guess, fall to the side, not do shit. Right. And then that's when I pushed that nigga and was like, yo, I will beat your fucking ass, nigga. And then that's when we started apologizing, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, fuck that shit. No, you know what I'm no, wait a second. No, that's not how I remember it, sir. What what I remember was y'all got in a seven match. You said I would beat your ass in the club. And then I was on the side. I walked up and I was like, what's up? And then he started, then him and his whole, then they started apologizing. <laughs> they saw that he wasn't alone. Like, hell no, it ain't going like that. No, I don't remember him pushing me back. I don't remember him pushing me back. I remember. I do remember Cause, something happened. Because if he if he had pushed, he did bump me initially. He I bumped me hard did you too. Push him back? He pushed him, right? Yeah. No, I pushed him after that. Yeah. Right. You and that's when him. I was started threatening to beat his ass. Because this is what would have happened if he had touched me again. I would have swung off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only touched me that one initial time because I I was ready to swing off that motherfucker. Right, you know, I was like, yeah, I was waiting to follow up, but it's like, it's yeah, because like- you had walked up, and then his man's had kind of started backing away, because the, the his man's was right next to him. Yeah, I saw that. But when you had walked up, his man started backing up, and that's when he started apologizing, and then the motherfuckers just walked away. I'm like, man, I'm about to beat this nigga down. No, because I was like, um, I had a conversation in a panel with like an older older black cosplayer because the female cosplay, I feel like they don't really get it like that you know what i'm saying because they have a certain way they go through but men have think what they we handle things a little different you know what i mean mm-hmm. he was telling me like just like i was saying like they get drunk and stuff like that and they start you know coming at you kind of wild like oh you need to back up bro you know for real right and just let everybody know like when we go places we don't be on no like wild stuff like that we just be chilling but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? When people be drugged out and stuff like that, they get that liquid courage, you know what I'm saying? Anything might pop off, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Because the sad uh, thing is, because I don't never want no drama and no con, but you ain't about to fucking bump into me and not say excuse me or nothing. Like, nah, fuck that shit. But, but check this out, Venture. Like, have you noticed, like, I noticed when it's like me and my homies and we're with like, um, like, you know, like, um, like, you know, ladies of color or whatever, and then they kind of they're a little nervous, but then we meet them and see that we're cool. They feel like they can kind of more relax and be themselves a little bit. Oh, you know what? You know what? I remember what happened. He bumped me and I didn't move. And he stood there and like tried to kind of shoulder me to move, but I never moved. That's what happened. And then that's when I ended up pushing him away. Like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Because he tried, yeah, he tried to bump me out the way. But I didn't move. And then he kept like shouldering me, like trying to move me over. That's what happened. That's probably why you thought it was a shoving match. Cause that okay. nigga kept trying to move me. Yeah. I just yeah, because I'm like I'm like, okay, let me remember exactly what the fuck happened. Yeah, that's why I ended up pushing him. Yeah, yeah. Like shoulder me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm just glad I was with you. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you know. I was, yeah, man. I would have fucking tried to drop the shit out that motherfucker. I would have dropped him and his mans. I was, man, because I would have went crazy on that motherfucker. That, mm-mm. that was, matter of fact, because you know what? You was there. Kevin was there. It was a bunch of our people there. It's just we wasn't all together right there at the moment at the club, but we was all in the club. Oh, yeah, I remember because I was by. So, 
Yeah. Oh man, so we would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we would have ended up beating them motherfuckers down. Mm-mm. <laughs> right, I mean, right. And I, I don't be on that at, you know, what I'm saying, and I don't even be on that at the club. I don't be trying to fight. I was trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shoot, I just got done dancing with Tiff. I just got done dancing with CC. Shit, you know what I'm saying? We was having a good time in there. Yeah, he was. And then, like, Lord knows, I, I've gotten to a situation. I had to ran somebody up off the Otaku streets, but we ain't going to get back. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we don't talk shit on the internet, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking all that trash online, and then all of a sudden don't want to say nothing when they see you at a con. Yeah, please, everybody, don't, like, just rap, say some wild shit on the internet. and You, you know what I'm saying? Because you never know who you're going to see, like, for real. Yeah, dudes just be trying to try us, man. Like when he was talking that trash to you on the online, man, that energy did not translate to in person. When he seen you at the club, he was quiet as a mouse. Nah, because I was ready. I was like, okay, this dude talking like, okay, we cool. Then it's like, uh, what? I'm like, hey man, you want to step off and talk? We can talk here. <laughs> <laughs> he was shook, bro. He was shook. And then it's like, I don't even like being. I was like, right, right. We at the club. We trying to drink. We trying to party. Like I remember, because it was like, I don't know if these are. I think these are strippers in cosplay. Yeah, they, they was. They were. Yeah, they was right there dancing in front of us. So it was like, yo, we having a good time. Yeah. But then that motherfucker came over there. This like, yo, you was running all that shit. Hey, you, you got, got that energy right, right now in person though. And that was a Ooh. big fat no. I've never seen him since. <laughs> I hope I don't see. Everything would be cool, but it's just like, nah, because it's like, you don't, I don't know. It's nerd nerd yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? Just Yeah, yeah, nerd look, stuff. Whatever you, know? you do, people, just don't go to, don't wreck at cons, people, because you will get kicked out in bars, so don't do that. Just, you know what I'm saying, try yeah, to avoid, yeah. just avoid them or something like that because we, you know, that was when we was young. This was years ago. Right, we right. This was years ago, yeah. We got shit to lose. You know what I'm saying? We got big right, dogs right. and shit like that. Reputations, you know what I mean? Life is good. We eating shrimps, you know what I'm saying? Because um, if you have a big cosplay brand, you can't be out here getting in fights at cons. No. They ain't going to ban you from a con. They're not going to want to invite you no more. Yep. Not and that's nothing other- with your pockets. Yep, and then other people going here, like, I don't want to take pictures with that dude and stuff like that. Right. Honestly, that's what the rumor was going around me for a minute. You know what I'm saying? People was kind of messing up my reputation, but then, like, they met me and, like, I'm a cool dude. I ain't be on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially, so, yeah, that's, I'm just putting out for the people, like, that kind of, uh, kind of segues into what I was about to get into is, um, just keeping a good, uh, reputation, like, networking in conventions you know what i'm saying because when i first met you you put me on the other cosplayers and um and you was telling they was telling me how yeah we going we're networking you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it's like ever especially in these nerd circles you never know who you might meet who could be like not just you they be beneficial to you but you be beneficial to them and y'all can help each other like a lot of these conventions like a lot of these guests i've met at conventions i didn't know was responsible for a lot of stuff like i had like the uh person in charge of programming for blurcon who i just spoke to off the humble and we exchanged information we were just cool you know right right so it's like when you you know what i'm saying just try to be like i've met other like super professional cosplayers that 
when how they super got on was they would just be like the people they met they were just being decent to them like like this one lady who's a popular cosplayer who was telling me how her big break was when she was hosting a panel and somebody just needed to sit down just for a second and she was able to get them in chair and they ended up sponsoring her you know oh that's what's up and by just being a, a decent human being because unfortunately with the light comes the dark and you know what I'm saying? You meet cool people, but a lot of people are predators. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then the thing, like, a lot of times, like, you, they're not going to just jump out and tell you what they about. They, You know what I'm saying? They play games, you know? So, yeah, no matter yeah. what happens, just keep, as long as you keep your integrity. You know what I mean? Because I, like, I speak to a lot of, like, you have your cosplay business. Um, I have my little podcast and cosplay stuff going on. I got my LLC. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we can't afford to be moving reckless. Right. Like the Hollywood industry and the hip-hop industry. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I don't mean to bring it up, but Will Smith, he was the most wholesomest dude in our community. And you see how that one, one second of misjudgment will fuck your shit up. Yeah, man. And, you know, I feel sorry for him because he didn't even slap Chris Rock because of what Chris Rock did. He had all that pent up rage from people making fun of him for years. You know, all the memes about August Alcina and stuff and all that stuff. So he had all that. That was that pent up rage. I I agree, too. Yeah. And I feel like Chris Rock handled it good because he handled it it very well because if he would have swung it on him, he would have fucked up his shit up. But right. the point now with Chris Rock, he's being paid millions of dollars just for tickets. I mean, his comedy show sold out after that. And and he raised the prices. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got, like, kind of smacked in front of everybody, but at the same time, it's like, you caked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that took a lot of restraint, because I don't know if I'd be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I don't think he would have fought. I don't think Chris Rock a fighter type dude anyway, but I do think that he handled it really well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, anybody else, even if he couldn't fight, his knee jerk reaction could have been to swing back. Right. Or something like that. But he didn't even, you know what I'm saying? He just, you know, kind of played it off. You know, and I, I would have never expected Will Smith to do something like that. I would have expected Will Smith to walk up there and maybe like apologize to my wife right now. Yeah. But, you know, like I say, I think Will had a lot of pent up aggression mm-hmm. from being made fun of for years about the whole him and Jada thing. So with Chris Rock, you know, and Chris Rock's brother was talking trash and then he told his brother to chill out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think Chris Rock handled it real, you know, professional. Like, look, you know, there's there's benefits to what happened. I'm, I'm of course, I'm, I didn't want to get slapped, but there are benefits to what happened, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean that just goes to show like like when you move in these professional circles like just like I remember Dave Chappelle was like there's no weak people in these you know what I'm saying you go through what you go through and you playing these politics and stuff like that like you gotta be strong you know yeah and so just to say like you know what I'm saying you see people like blowing up going to conventions be cosplayers and doing different things it's like you gotta you know what I'm saying you gotta move differently you know what I'm saying like Lord yeah. knows you can probably attest to this. Like I've had people like yell at me talking about my cosplay wasn't accurate and I could have like went on them, but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna let you have it. You know what I mean? I'm having fun. You, you know what I'm saying? Cause the thing is, miserable people don't happy. People don't do shit like that. You know? Right. Right. 
Because the thing is, everybody, you always going to have somebody who run their mouth. That's never going to go away. You all, especially being black cosplayers, a black male cosplayer, we always going to deal with somebody saying something racist. We always going to deal with somebody talking trash about our stuff. That's never going to change. It's never going to go away. So the best bet is to just keep it moving. Let them say whatever they're going to say. Like, it's tons of every time I just did an Aki from Chainsaw Man cosplay. It was like 10 different people in this Chainsaw Man group called me nigger. But each person, I just blocked them. I, I reported them to the admin, and then I blocked them. I reported them as a hate speech. But the old me, back in like, back like when I first started cosplaying, like 2017 and 2018, I would have been on there trying to argue with them and talking shit. And I would have went on their profile, took their profile picture, and put it in the comments and roast them. You know what I'm saying? I would have did stuff like that. But when you have a business, you have to think with a business mind. Right. They are not going to be understanding of you arguing with every person that calls you nigger. They, they're not going to business. They're not going to want to deal with that type of drama. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, it's sorry it happened to you, but we still don't want to deal with that type of drama. Like, you know, because what happens if they ask you to wear a T-shirt? Then you wear that shirt that they want you to wear. What happens if some people go in the comments and be like, oh, this nigger, you can't you can't curse that person out under your under a sponsorship post. You know what I'm saying? Under your uh, brand sponsorship, you can't do that. So that's what brands are looking for. And that's, you got to think in a business mentality, you know, and just, just for peace of mind and keep it moving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's a real talk. Um, so we've come to a little bit of our midpoint in our show. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Okay. And we're back. Okay. So now before we left off, Venture Bros was talking about how when you're, like have your business in certain communities, you have to move a certain way. But I also want to shed light on different hustles you can have in the nerdy community. Like, like I got on by working security for bench bro, venture bros. Um, I said, I've seen people sell things, you know what I'm saying? Go to the um, dealer's room, cosplaying. Uh, I've had commission, commission work done by cosplayers for other cosplayers that want to make costumes for uh, cosplayers. But um, uh, Venture Bros, like I was saying, before we, before we left, we were talking about the trials and tribulations of being a male cosplayer. And I feel like, to me, I feel like, especially in the Black community, like, the cosplay community is run by women. And I feel like there's not a lot of Black male cosplayers ratio as it is to the women that's doing it seriously. So I want to ask you if, like, have you faced any obstacles or just any benefits for just being male in a more like female dominated kind of profession a little bit. Um, so when you look at male cosplayers, and I know a lot of people who might listen to this or who might think of this, they might not understand the difference, the gravity of it. The reason why we say, women run the cosplay game is because just the sheer number of like following or opportunities are just so overwhelmingly different. Like you have a great deal of black women cosplayers in the nerd community or, or just have like um, their own companies or like their own um, content creating pages. And there there's tons of black women who are over a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. If you look for black male cosplayers over a hundred thousand followers, 
you're only going to see that on TikTok. Right. You're not going to see any other black male cosplayers on any other platform with over 100,000 followers, except on TikTok. And that's because everybody can get that on TikTok. If you look at the, the highest male cosplayer, that the black male cosplayer on IG, that's T-Stunning Spidey, and he's at 80,000. And mind you, he didn't get to 80,000 until he went and performed on America You Got Talent. So I don't even know if his following was because of cosplay. It's because he was on that reality show, uh, America's Got Talent. So, you know, it's just that a big male cosplayer, you know, some of the biggest ones like myself or Night Mage or um, Hip Hop Trooper, we're only on our best platforms. We're only about 50,000. We've only gotten to 50,000. So that just tells you the difference with sheer following. And if we're talking about like guest appearances and like sponsorships, it's a huge difference with women because women get a lot of clout. Now, I'm not complaining about that. Like, hey, it's the game. I'm accept- I've am i learned to accept it. It is what it is. But for a male cosplayer, you have to really be on your P's and Q's. Meaning you, you know, if you're going to be a builder, you're going to like, oh, I'm build props. I'm good at that. You might want to enter some big cosplay contests. You know, even myself, I've won the Adult Swim Cartoon Network cosplay contest. You know, so I've won, you know, I've won cosplay of the year multiple times. I've went across stage, won cosplay contests. I've won cosplay contests online. So you, if you're a builder or something like that, or you create your own cosplays, you might want to enter some competitions that might boost you up. Also, like me and, you know, what I'm saying Kage were talking about earlier, you might want to go to some cons because at cons you can network with other big cosplayers or other cosplayers on the rise or other companies. You go to these panels like the Crunchyroll panel. Those people on the panel will talk to you after they get done with the panel. You go up there, talk to them. You might be put on. They might share your stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that'll help your following. So, you know, you want to do like these little things that help your page or your brand grow because if you're a male cosplayer it's really hard to like go viral and then you just get all this love that that is not an easy thing to get you know what i'm saying like i've gone viral a lot but i wouldn't say my cosplay didn't spark up to where i had a big real big following until i want to say maybe the end of 2019 is when I really shot up. And that's because that was around the time when I first did, um, I did Escanor. And I had other viral cosplays. You know, I had, my Killer B had went viral, my Awful One had went viral. But um, my Escanor is kind of, my Escanor got shared by Jessica Nagiri, and my Escanor uh, got 10, they had 11,000 likes. And that's kind of when I started boosting up my following. That's when my following like cracked the 3000 follower barrier. And then like, next thing I know, I did the uncle Iroh cosplay a few months later. I had done the Mario cosplay a few months later. And that's when I first got to 10,000, you know, but this is, like I said, this took me winning competitions. This took me going viral several times. This took me going to several cons. Cause I was going to like, all types of cons, especially in 2019. I think I went to, I went to Otakon. I went to Colossal Con. I went to Katsukon. I went to C2E2. I went to A-Scene. I went to Dragon Con again. 
you know, so I went to a lot of cons in 2019, you know, and so that's when my following finally got up to 10,000. So it takes a lot for a male cosplayer to get to that point, you know. Yeah, and it's like ever since I met you, you've always been getting stamped by everybody. Like, I think like the first night I met you, you had a um, uh, uh, Goku cosplay where it actually got a shout out from the voice of Krillin. Yeah, like the, the voice, voice of, of Krillin. Krillin. Yeah, yeah, that was so crazy. Can you list I some of the even... companies and celebrities that shouted you out in your uh, career. It's yeah, a lot. Man. A lot. it's a it's a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot. So um, that night you're talking about that's funny because I didn't even realize who that guy was until somebody had contacted me and said like, "Hey, the voice actor for Krillin, and the voice actor for Bardock, and the voice actor for uh, who else was it? Voice actor Krillin, Bardock, and somebody else." He said they all shared it, and um, I looked. And yeah, the guy who, uh, the voice actor for Krillin, I didn't even know who he was at the time, but yeah, he had took that picture and he had shared it on Twitter. Um, let me think. So I've been shared by, when I did Oscar Proud cosplay, I got shared by the director of Proud Family, the di director of the new Proud Family show. Um, she shared it, gave me a shout out. When I did um, Omni-Man from Invincible, mm -hmm. uh, the creator of the walking dead comic and uh also the creator of the invincible comic robert kirkman he gave me a shout out shared it amazon prime gave me a shout out amazon prime shared it and also skybound comics the um comic company from invincible they shared it um when i did nanami kento from jujutsu kaisen the voice actor for nanami he shared it um, when I did Ghetto from Juju Kaisen, when I did Ghetto's cosplay, the voice actor for Ghetto, he reshared my cosplay. Um, when I did, um, what was it from Arcane? When I did Echo, the voice actor for Echo, he reshared my cosplay. Um, so this happens a lot. Like, oh, well, I did Jet Black for Cowboy Bebop, the official Cowboy Bebop shared my page, I mean, shared my cosplay of Jet. And also the voice actor for Jet reshared it. Um, yeah, so this happens a lot, man. I could think of some more too. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you got a lot, man. Um, yeah, yeah, it happens Frylock, pretty frequently. Frylock cosplay got you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one. That Frylock cosplay is the one I used to win that Adult Swim competition. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the voice actor for Frylock shared it in the official um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force page. Shared it. So, would you so, say you spend a lot of money investing in the cosplay and, and shoots and going to these conventions? So, I do think that some people invest a lot in shoots. I personally don't. Most of my cosplays are right in my living room. Most of my cosplays are will be considered closet cosplays because they're in my house. You know. Um, now I, I wouldn't say I invest a lot of money in cosplays, but I do, I do, you know, I guess I buy the clothes, so it could be considered that. Do you, you make know. cosplays? Um, I do make a lot of my cosplays. I definitely make all, most of my wigs, I make them. Um, and yeah, like I said, I don't invest in any pictures. I'm not telling anybody not to invest in like photo shoots. But myself, I learned how to take my own photos, and I bought. I went ahead and went to Walmart, and I bought a um, 
a Canon camera, a Canon ISO camera, iOS camera, the Rebel. And so when I bought that camera, um, that's when I started taking my cosplay pics right in my living room. Um, I learned how to do my own editing. I learned how to, you know, do the picture edits, you know, went to YouTube, learned a couple of tricks, uh, talked to some of the photographers that I met, like KG that me and you chill with at uh, CastleCon. KG, you know, he's a photographer. So I talked to KG. He uh, taught me, you know, some stuff some tricks and yeah so i learned how to do my own editing i learned how to take my own pictures and you know it's been real cost effective because most of my cosplays like i said i'll buy the stuff or i'll make the stuff myself and then i'll just take the pictures myself and then i'll edit myself and i'll post them and i've been fortunate enough to where they go very viral a lot so you know that's um, good oh go ahead no 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 go ahead so I was about to say, just like you were saying, I want to tell people, like, yeah, just cut out the middleman. And, like, a lot of people I know that's doing it big, yeah, they're on their own photographer. They know how to do editing, videoing, all this. You know what I mean? Don't, for real, yeah, I don't want to put out anybody out of business. But for me, for myself, I even took some um, video classes, you know what I mean? Just to be more comfortable in video, you know what I mean? And right. everything like that. And like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Like, take those acting classes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I took, I've taken charisma classes. You know what I mean? Don't, don't be afraid to invest yourself. So you don't need to go to another person that slow you down from what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way I would be pumping out the amount of cosplays I pump out if I waited for a photographer. Right. There's no way. Now I'm not saying that like when I go to certain cons, like when I did my Omni Man, if you look at my Omni Man, it's actually a good example. When I first did Omni Man, I ordered the Omni Man outfit, right? Mm-hmm. But but like his superhero suit. But I really wanted to cosplay his casual version. So I just went to Walmart, I got the casual clothes that looked like his. Um, I got their hair paint to do my hair. I got one of my must fake mustaches to put that on. Went ahead, took the pictures in my living room, got on the editor, edited my eyes blue like his, and then boom, that shit went viral. You know, but when I went to BlurCon, um, that's when we had the Omni-Man group, and I did a professional photo shoot with um, Kimmeth Photography, and that those pictures went viral, you know. So I'm not telling anybody, like, you can't, it's not beneficial to have a photographer. Sometimes it's very beneficial because some of, like, the action shots I did with other people, if I didn't go to that con, we would have never had that Omni. I mean, that uh, Invincible yeah. group. Yeah. And if uh, we didn't have that photographer, those like action shots where I was like choking one of the Mauler twins in midair, that would have never been taken unless we had the professional photographer. So there are benefits to having a professional photographer. But like you said, I want people to know, like, look, you can hone your skills and get better, and then do certain shoots by yourself in your homes or even if you go outside like if you look at my yasuke cosplay or definitely my uncle iroh i literally bought a tripod a six-foot tripod i took my um canon rebel camera i went to this beautiful park in chicago that was like right next to my house i went to that park went by the lake part of that park where it looks like nothing but forest went ahead set up the tripod set up the camera and i took those pictures right there and then I did the editing to make myself look a little older, for, well, a lot older, because I was Uncle Iroh, and I did it like that. 
and that was the same scenario when I did the Yasuke cosplay that went viral. The Yasuke, I just took the camera, went to that same forest, except I went to the trail because it looked like one of those Japanese walking trails. Took it there, set on my tripod, set on my camera, uh, put it on the timer, you know, because uh, the Canon <clears throat> camera has a 20-second timer. So put it on the timer. I put it on 10 picture bursts. So it'll take a picture every two seconds, 10 times. It'll take 10 pictures every two seconds. So that's when I just go out and I just do my poses, every different pose I want. Takes the 10 pictures. I go back. I look and see if I like them. Okay, I like them. Go home and I do my editing. So you can do stuff by yourself that's good. And if you have the money and you want to have a good photographer, get the good photographer and have him do it. Right. And you know that's how that works. Yeah, I paid photography. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm saying this was up, man. Um, so basically, I just want to say if you were coming to the end of our show, now Adventure Bros, if you was if you want to get somebody not in the cosplay and tell them what cosplay is like, what would you tell them? If I wanted to get them in cosplay and tell them cosplay is like, cost, I would tell them like I told you, cosplay is like. Going into a whole nother world. Yeah. It could be a whole new experience as a whole different person, and you get to live out whatever dream you choose. You choose that you resonated with, and you want to feel like that when you were watching that character do something. You can do that. And that's what cosplay is. It could be fun, it could feel enlightening, it could feel like a, a lifestyle. Right. You know, just don't take it too serious. Don't let it affect your mentality because remember, it's all fun. It's all supposed to be for fun. If you feel like cosplay is affecting your mentality, then you're taking it too serious. Yeah, I, I ain't going to tell you how many professional cosplayers I've met that I've seen. And it's like, yeah, they got clout and all that. But when they cosplay, they don't have a smile on their face. You know, They don't have a smile. They don't seem happy. Right. It's kind of fucked. You know, if I'm not, if I'm not having fun with it, then why am I doing that? Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 and like I said, like we was talking about, I didn't get to ten thousand of a following until the end of twenty nineteen. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I'll take that back. I didn't get to ten thousand until twenty twenty. I want to say the summer of twenty twenty when I did Uncle Iroh. That's when I got to ten thousand following. When I did Uncle Iroh, so that wasn't until the summer of twenty twenty. Matter of fact, that was after the summer of 2020 because that was like in August when I did Uncle Iroh. And I did Mario in like October. So yeah, it took me, you know what I'm saying, and I didn't start cosplaying in 2017. So it took some years of not getting no love. <laughs> I mean, I got I had a couple of viral ones with Killer B and shit, but not really getting no love. Like I had a lot of cosplays that didn't get no love, but I kept doing it because it was fun. You know what I'm saying? When I did Luke Cage, my Luke Cage didn't get no love. When I did Aokiji from One Piece, that ain't get no love. When I did Konami Tosin from Bleach, that ain't get no love. But I had fun cosplaying, so I kept doing it. Right. And that's what people got to understand. You can't be in it to get famous. You got to be in it for the fun. Because the fun, you could, you could keep having fun. Everybody wants to keep having fun. But there are times you're not going to get famous. There's no times where you, even now, there are times I do cosplays that don't get no love. Right. And you know then, what I'm saying? I just did Coralis uh Coralis Valerion from the new Fire I mean um House of Dragon Game of Thrones. That ain't really getting no love. 
Right. But I did Aki this week, a new version of Aki, and that's getting all types of love. So that you know, you never know with cosplay. That's why you can't be in it for just getting love. I mean, just for like going viral yeah. or like being famous. Like it's right. it's just not you know. And I wanna um point out that like like we say, a lot of people go with that mindset and start cosplaying, like, yeah, I'll be famous and stuff like that, but like the reality is I've spoken to like really well known cosplayers. They're telling me it's like like you know, for the most part, we still work nine to five jobs, you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. We do this <laughs> just like you said, because if we have fun doing it, ain't gonna be no get rich, you know what I'm saying? Like some people, but I ain't gonna say no names, but even like the people that popped overnight, they still they you know what I'm saying, they ain't like they still have to put in work to make their dreams come true. It ain't going to just happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no. I have, yet, I have yet to meet a cosplayer who makes enough to support themselves solely off cosplay. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I haven't that, met that could not be one you. yet. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I remember one you had interview one time and you talking about the cosplay community is about just one or two getting on. It's about the whole squad. You know what I'm saying? The whole community got to come up. Right. If the whole community comes up, that's when you can start raising things like prices right. and stuff like that. And you this, know, this that's like when you can start making demands. It looks like it's on its way. But, I mean, it's on its way, but you know, right now, yeah, it's also it's also a science to that because the nerve boom. Mm-hmm. So, like with all things, everything eventually comes to a to a halt or a slowing moment i won't won't say end because nothing ends completely but they it does come to a halting moment so you know right now we got the murt and the nerd boom with like all the marvel movies and dc movies and you know it's cool to be a nerd right now but it's only this has been the past 10 years so you know just like baggy clothes was in for a long time and fitted hats was in for a long time and you know what i'm saying so everything changes you know they still wear fittings. <laughs> no, no, you can still rock fit. Well, fittings are coming back because remember, snapbacks had they thing for like ten years. Snapbacks came out and was the main thing people was rocking for a minute. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So that's how it goes, man. Like yeah, with things, goes away and then comes back and then comes back. Right, exactly. So like you know, I don't want. Trust me, I don't want it because that doesn't benefit my brand at all. But it is the reality of things. You know what I'm saying? And nerd. Stuff like you know, and comic book stuff, and that like that's been really on the rise. But just like the Marvel movies, people are saying haven't been as good, and you know, and stuff like that. It's like, hey, everything starts to slow down eventually. So, well, I'm be honest with you, I'm be cosplaying forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gray hair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I'm never gonna stop. I might stop. The frequency, I might not be as frequent one day as I am, right. but I'll, I'll never stop cosplaying. There'll always be a, a rent fest, or it'll always be another meetup, and you'll see me cosplay. Yeah, you know? like, uh, <laughs> you know, like ladies, if you want a long time cosplay, holler at me. But then it's like the whole dating kind of thing is kind of wow, we ain't gonna get into this, but uh, you know, <laughs> that, that'd be kind of weird. But I just want to, um, like uh, I just want like those. I keep saying like I want more males to come because like a lot of the lady coppers I meet, they actually talk to me and was like, "Man, we wish more dudes like you was in this." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, you know what I'm saying, it's good for the men and the women to come together, you know what I mean? And you know what I'm saying, have fun, hang out, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. kind of, um, it's like, I feel like for a lot of males and stuff like that, like, I don't want to cosplay, it's weird, it's like that, because that's how I felt, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's cool when you go to a place where you're actually more celebrated. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like you know where places where you know being being a black dude or just being a dude in general ain't really the it thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's cool when people just you can just be yourself and people come up to you and be like, hey, you know what I mean? Uh huh. So, That's why the inclusion with cosplay is so special. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm about to end our show. So, uh, Venture Bros, do you have any closing remarks? Um, just remember what I said, man. Do it for the fun. Use cosplay to express yourself creatively and have fun with it. And there's nothing wrong with getting paid or getting a bag from it, but don't let that be your primary goal from cosplay. Because right. you're never going to be fully satisfied if that's what you want. And don't let it be a clout thing either, because you're you're never going to be satisfied if you're chasing clout. You're all that's a chase that's always going to happen if you make it that way. Make sure you cosplay because you're having a good time. Right. That um kind of reminds me of how like we're both uh college educated and I remember I, I spoke to a sister that I was thinking about going further for a degree and she had to say like just like when you're undergrad it has to be your passion because you're just in it for how much money you're going to make or could potentially make. You're not going to last too long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, it's going to be miserable. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So I think people don't undertake out the play out of cosplay. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? It's just something fun to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? You know, venture, there's a lot of sauce in them communities. You know yeah. I mean? It could be a lot of sauce for real. Yeah, don't get lost up in it. You know what I'm saying? Just remember what you came there for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's for fun. You know what I mean? Just have a good time. Just for fun. Just having a good time. Right. Because like I said, I've seen, like you've seen cosplayers come and go and they in it for not fun. They don't last that long. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or they get out of it real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen people who have mad big problems. But they weren't getting the money like they wanted. So they stopped cosplaying. Yeah. And it's like, dang, so you was just doing it for the clout and the money. Or, or, sure you, or other cosplay I know that kind of get treated bad because they look a certain way and they kind of keep a distance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, then and that's the sad other part, people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, ever, don't let people steal your joy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Cause I've had people come up to me messed up, but I was like, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Fuck all that. Mm -hmm. So, as I said, everybody. So, uh, on a lot of note, Venture Bros, where can my listeners follow you? I mean, where your Instagram and page and everything like that? Yeah, you can find me on um, Facebook, Venture Bros Cosplay. And you can find me on Instagram, Venture underscore underscore bros. And it's the same thing with TikTok. Venture underscore underscore bros. Okay, I also want to shout out Urban Anime Lounge, a really cool Facebook group that you had some really great yearly events at uh, Urban, this is on Facebook, just Urban Space Anime Lounge. Yep. And um, admins are real cool. And like I said, uh, Venture is also a mod for the UAL Get Fit group, you know? Yep. 
So if you want to be around some cool anime people, you know what I mean? Just uh, slap on by. And again, hey, I got my IG, my personal IG, Great Drink, G-R number 8, P-E-D-R-I-N-K. Uh, also, my podcast page, Otaku underscore life underscore podcast. So, Venture, it was great having you on, man. I, I, I hey. can't wait to finally go to a con and cosplay with you, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely, man. We definitely got to coordinate that, bro. Like I said, we got a whole lines to do fly stuff and listening. So do you. Don't let nobody tell you nothing's a bad idea. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. Facts, yo. Right. Straight facts. Hey, appreciate you having me on, brother. No problem. All right. We out.